you are now listening to Be The Impact Podcast. Yo. Keith, man, how's it going? Great, how are you? Pretty good, man. Enjoying the day, man. Getting it in. There you go. There you Getting go. Getting it right. in. Starting it off day. right. <laughs> That's right. I got that walk in already. Oh yeah. Now, yeah, just... now it's you know, it's time to, to do some outreach. Do oh, some yeah. follow up. You know what I mean? Oh so. yeah. Yeah, I already got my, my first half of my workout in a day. So I'm gonna do this. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but man, it's man, it's a blessing, man, to have you on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm excited. I'm glad we got the opportunity to to get something scheduled. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know we've been we've been chasing each other around a little bit. So yeah, we've been that phone tag. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man, but that that's old school though. Phone tag. <laughs> right. Yeah, we got to get right. back to uh, having actual conversations with people. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool like getting a text here and there, but man, nothing like that that phone call to hear your voice and or that FaceTime to uh Absolutely. like the like the old like the old way. Right. Yeah, because we get so trapped up, caught up and just texting and you really can't get out what you want to say in a text. Yeah, man, and you hard to get a hold of, man. I've been trying to trying to reach out to you, man, and your phone be going straight to voicemail and Oh man. Just leave a message. Or 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 <laughs> or or, or, or uh, what people say if it's important, they'll text me. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but man, it's it's man, like ever since man, I've been doing this BD impact, like really trying to get locked into it, man. I've been so busy with just coaching and trying to do this and just helping out other people, like just man, it's, man, it's seven days a week. Yep. Yep. It really Same. is, man. Yeah, you have to match the goal though. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, so. the work gotta match the goal. That's the motto. Right. right. Yeah. You can't you can't say you want to be great, but when they give you the, the the blueprint to be great, you can't you can't pick and choose what you want to do on there. No, you, you gotta, really can't. Yeah, you gotta follow step by step. Yeah. I mean, I had this uh we did this uh podcast the other day, man. We came up with this slogan, man. It was discipline. And consistency. I love so, that. so with that, that's always going to be in the recipe. Whatever you cooking, whatever you're trying to think of, whatever you're trying to accomplish, you got to be disciplined about what you're doing, and you got to be consistent. Yeah, I agree, and I think even even beyond that, I think even before you get to the discipline piece of it. And the mm-hmm. consistency piece of it, we have to address why most people never achieve the discipline and the consistency. Yeah. Right? And yeah, that's, even, that's even getting deeper. So now you've got to do a, a, a self-reflection assessment on why you haven't been completing goals that you set for yourself. Absolutely. And before that, before you jump into, you know, because in today's world, man, we're so, we're so focused on like, man, I got to get it. I got to get whether yeah. it be, you know, the bag or the health or the yeah. relationship or yeah. the promotion or the business or whatever it may be. And we never really, you know, take the time to actually get clear about like why specifically. And because we're so busy 
trying to accomplish whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish, we never actually sit down and say, what is it that I'm actually after? Why? What's the time yeah. frame? What's my what why? Yeah. Yeah. What's the time <laughs> frame? Who is yeah. this for? Who's going to win when I win? Who's going to lose? Yeah. lose? Because we don't do that, we end up in this cycle of stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, because it gets yep. hard. Right? Yeah, it gets hard. It gets hard. Yeah. It's, it's it's time I'm shedding tears sometimes. Like man, you know, like, like like it gets real emotional sometimes. Yeah. You feel like you in it alone. Like damn, man, I'm doing this by myself, man. I can't, I can't, man. I can't sell a shirt to save my life, man. I got mm-hmm. not too many people trying to get training or something. But then, but right, but that's gonna be the story. Like when it when it do when it do pop or when it do blow up, you are gonna be like, man, you gonna you gonna appreciate it more because you started from the bottom. Yeah, you you started from scratch, from nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like man, just like you, man. Your story, man. It's like you started in in a rough place out of Fresno, California. So so tell me a little bit about that. Well, uh, you know, born and raised in Fresno, California. Um, Mom owned a house on Kirk Street, right on the west side. Yeah. Right. A single mom trying to take care of two young boys. And, you know, unfortunately, things didn't work out between her and my father. So she had to, you know, grind it out like many single mothers do today. Yeah, man. Shout out to the single mothers out there getting it. Yeah. Regardless, regardless. Right. So she was trying to grind it out, ended up getting married, Um, had a stepfather, you know, in my life. And we didn't at the time didn't have the best relationship. So in the. Yeah. Going into the fifth grade, you know, custody was given to my biological father. And, you know, I, man, you know, went to West Park and you know, immediately got kicked out of school there, expelled, you know, never, never returned. So I did fifth grade from home at my grandmother's house. And then having, you know, having my dad struggle with just, you know, mental health and addiction stuff and just challenges yeah. of life, like and living through that, being with him during a great period of that. Um, you know, I was kind of out there on my own in a lot of ways, but I wasn't really alone because there was a lot of people, you know, um, whether it be on drumming, whether it be on, you know, Jensen, whether it be on Elm and different parts of the, of the community that, that yeah. really looked out, really looked out for me, you know, that, mm-hmm. that knew the family and, and had great yeah, that, that community, that community structure. Yeah. 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 You know, being able to, being able to you know, go down to the Boys and Girls Club, you know, down the, you know, by Louis Key Mini Market. And, yeah. You know, yeah. to be able to go hang out at Frank H, which a lot of these places in the Hinton Center, you know, I was in town. Yeah, those were, those were, those were, we, that's where a lot of kids would go to seek refuge mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the streets or from the home life. There, mm-hmm. There's none of that, there's none of that really anymore. Right. Yeah. Like all those I'm places you named, man, those were summer hangout spots. Free lunch. Yep. Go go in there and cool off, play some pool, play some board yep. games. <laughs> man. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> then you could drop in at Louis Key and get yourself a, you know, one of those oh, yeah. get you... cent, 10 cent pies, you know, yeah. them, them, home oh, run, yeah. them home run pies. Get you a piece of press man. ham. Get you, you know? a press ham and some bread. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's. it's... Yep. And that's crazy. Like, it's it's all those places are are shelling themselves now. They're right. like it's because I remember you recently came to Fresno and you went on the uh, the uh, West Side 
tour. Like all your yeah. spots that you yeah. you just named, yeah. like, and that's crazy. You could come back and just reflect on it, where your life is now compared to where it was at that time. Right. Now it's like a, a landmark that every time you and your family come through, man, let me take you to where I grew up at. Yeah. And it's like you can share that with them. Right. And that was the I was watching that on uh, Instagram and stuff. I said, man, this cat got a. This cat went on the oh, on the on the West Side tour. <laughs> man, you got you got to go on the West Side tour, man, because because it's like you you can't you can never forget, you know, like where you come from. Because exactly, you know, as much as as much as you know, we have challenges in the community, whether it be you know some of the gun violence stuff or drugs or you know different you know points of adversity that we face. There's yeah. still a lot. There's still a lot of love in the community, man. And you, like, I just, I would never, like, I would never have been able to get through anything that I've had to go through after leaving Fresno uh-huh. if I didn't, if I didn't have the foundation of of growing up in Fresno. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it it so, make your right, right. Yeah, it make your to break right. you. It's just what you do it at the end of the day. Right. Yeah, you have to recognize, you know, like, hey, you know, whatever opportunity that you do get, you know, you have to, you have to take it and you got to run with it because, you know, it's not opportunity just being passed out every day. No, no, they're not giving them out. They're not, they're not giving them out. You got to take advantage of it in a, in a, in a suitable amount of time or, or the gift or the, or the opportunity or the gift of to give it to somebody else. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, so through elementary you had a rough time. Middle school, you you, you kind of made that shift. No, I got kicked out. I got expelled. No, oh, I, no, no. So no. so when did so when did so when did it change for you? So in in junior high, I went to Tioga first, right, and then I went to. Gosh, did I go to? I went to Scandinavia after that. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to Tioga, and each time I got kicked out, and they told me I couldn't come back. So I don't know how I pulled off Tioga for the second time. I don't know how I how I, how I <laughs> snuck in snuck in on that one. They probably had one after hour meeting. We got to figure this out with this kid. <laughs> no child left behind was probably, no probably the poster child. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they got a picture of you. No child left behind. (laughs) Exactly, right? I pulled Tioga off twice, even though they told me I couldn't come back. And then uh, I ended up going to Tehippity as well. So, man, I was... Oh, you got around. You got around. I got around, man. On the north side. Man, I'm... Man... I'm su- I'm surprised. I'm surprised I, there wasn't a fifth school in there, in there that I, you know dropped in on. You know, I, I was thinking they was gonna send me to Tanaya or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, but this was the time when they didn't have continuation schools, which is kind of benefited you because you were able to to bounce out of it. Yeah. But a lot of these kids that that would have been in your same situation, they'd have got kicked out of one or two schools. They'd have been in a continuation school. Then eventually just dropping out. Wow. Then then being put into the system, then probably eventually getting in so much trouble, getting sent to a group home or a juvenile hall or 
So, right. right. So it's crazy how you were to navigate through all these schools due to your behaviors, but then they they you you eventually got it together and were able to to prosper. Yeah. But a lot of kids aren't afforded that opportunity nowadays. They just man, right. you get in trouble one time, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really that's really sad. Um because you know, ultimately when you look up when you look at how things are are set up and how you know, drugs in the 80s really decimated the black family. Um it's all, of, was, it's all it's all of, it's all yeah. a result of the family breakdown. Yeah, right? the family dynamic. Right. The family dynamic the breakdown. The family structure. It took yeah. the it, it took the male out of the household. Yep. Yep. And you so know? it's just sad that knowing the history of that, that there yeah. are more politicians as much as they talk about wanting to, you know, right history's wrongs. Yeah, they not they it's kind of it's just all, yeah. It's, just, it's all locker room talk. Right, right, <laughs> right. You know. Sound um, good. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, so so through junior high, you know, I bounced around and, you know, fortunately was you know, I, and I was still on that same path. My dad was going on what we call vacation. Yeah. Know, which is incarceration for a little yeah. while. So so I ended up going and living with grandma my freshman year. And you know, really my freshman year I was still along the same path, right? Like mm-hmm. I, kicked, I got kicked off. I got kicked off campus on uh, freshman day. Oh man! Because I put a kid. Because they were talking about it's freshman day, so you, you know you. Oh yeah, you gotta get thrown in the garbage can. They gonna, right. they gonna beat that. you up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, oh, they ain't gonna do that to me. So grab grab the kid and you know, Mister <laughs> Mister Moody said, "Come to the office, Keith." I was like, well, okay. You know, like what what's going on? He's like, you going you going to continuation. Oh, you know? man. And so so I got kicked off campus and had to do a little homeschool thing. But you know, it was really at that point where, you know, I was going down the same track, man. I was probably on track yeah. at a one point one point three GPA my freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. And then I had a basketball coach, Coach Von Webb, approach me and say, Kid, man, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you should be playing ball. Like you got all that hype. <laughs> right. Like, why are you not playing ball? You know? And I was like, man, I'm a student, you know? And, and, and he probably he went back to his office and was like, man, this kid got a 1.3 GPA. This kid is not a student, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, but I took him up on his opportunity to, to start yeah. playing ball. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I had nothing else to lose. You know what I mean? I had yeah, everything, yeah, everything to gain. To gain. Yeah. Everything to gain. And so... You know, I took the opportunity, and that's where it really started to turn for me. Because for the first time, I was aware of something that I could lose. I yeah. wasn't aware prior to that that I had the ability to, you know, to live a good life or go yeah. and do things. Because you're not necessarily, ex- you know, you're exposed, but you don't necessarily believe things are for you per se. Yeah. Um, but basketball gave me an opportunity to go do some cool things in high school. And I wanted to be able to pursue those and, and do those things, like go to Hawaii or go to Florida or go. Oh yeah, y'all, you know, y'all, y'all uh, were exposed to a lot of things at that time at Washington that the average kid from Southwest Fresno or anywhere in Fresno weren't exposed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like yep. going on an airplane, staying in hotels. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't experience 
like staying in a hotel till high school sports wrestling. Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> right. So me like, either. I think that was probably might have been <laughs> one of my first times too. Right. Like yeah, I mean, I've been on like a couple family trips here and there. But, like, I don't ever remember, like, checking into a hotel like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And, that, and that's what high school sports afforded me was that opportunity to yeah. go and, you know, go down to Double Pump Camp down in L.A. and mm-hmm. catch the train and be somewhat independent. Yeah. Um, and it was really that that really started to change how I saw myself and, yeah. um, you know, my behavior, right? I had mm-hmm. to start picking my spots instead of just yeah. – <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, could, I, could, I had to pick my spots. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't just, <laughs> I couldn't just be crazy the whole time in class. You know, I had to start picking my spots and being wise and doing my homework and yeah. being being respectful to teachers. You know, yeah. Um, which was something that if I could go back, I would, I would. Um, you know, I, I took that tour, but I also have called you know West Park, mm-hmm. you know elementary because I wanted to apologize. You know because. Yeah you know, because of how I treated my teacher, Miss Dooley, you know, yeah. she, did, she didn't deserve that. It was just that I was dealing with stuff and yeah. I got on her, you know? Yeah. So That's understandable. But, yeah, yeah. But it was high school sports that really started to, to shift it for me, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I remember when I first got up there, man, y'all was, y'all was like rock stars. I was like, <laughs> man, watch union basketball. It's basketball. But then it's Washington Union basketball. <laughs> right. Like, man, I said, man, you had to be about six, 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 eight to be on the team. I said, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wrestle. <laughs> it was a big yeah. deal, man. It was a big deal. And I was just lucky. You know what I mean? I, I mean. Where do I begin to share how proud I am of Keith? He's had to overcome numerous obstacles to become the young man that he is today. He has a never quit attitude and he's always looking to become a better him, which is a characteristic that is phenomenal and he wears it well. Love you. But but like you said, you were lucky. Yeah, like a lot of kids wasn't allotted that that opportunity that you got. Right. Right. Exactly. Which is, you know, um, you know, I think everybody everybody has a certain amount of luck and unluck, right? Yeah. Um, and we don't really know where you know, where it's going to come from. And that's, and I think that's why we got to be ready when luck shows up. Yeah. You know, um, we, we have to be ready to say, you know, yes, uh, you know, or we have to be prepared, you know, to be able to take advantage of opportunity when it shows up because yeah, especially when you're coming from, you know, situations where, you know, there's not an abundance of opportunity, like any opportunity, qualifies yeah you know what i mean like yep, I exactly exactly what you mean it's like i don't you know it, it, it could have been the wrestling coach it could have been the football coach you know it could have been any other coach but because i didn't have multiple conversations with them where they were like look kid like you really got something special like i didn't do that it ended up being yeah. basketball you know mm-hmm. so 
got all that hype. Yeah, yeah. That's one, that's one thing I tell kids when I'm coaching. I man, you can't teach size. You can teach everything else. You can't teach size. Right. <laughs> so right. it's it's is you were your height. <clears throat> your height really made them see something in you that you really didn't see in yourself. Right. Like you said, you was just a student. You just you was just, I'm just a student, but they saw something in you that you didn't see in yourself. And that opened up another door for you and, right. and different opportunities that you normally, that you probably didn't see in yourself. Right. Yeah. And, and I didn't like sports. You know, my stepfather was really into sports. And since at the time we didn't have a good relationship, we do oh, yeah, now. So been... I was like, man, I'm not interested in nothing sports. Yeah. Right. Nothing he like, I'm not like. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know. But, uh, but thankfully, uh, thankfully, uh, you know, took that opportunity and, you know, everybody gets lucky, but then once you commit to something, you have to follow through on it. So there was yep. plenty of times where Vaughn would get us up at five, you know, five o'clock in the morning. And oh yeah. Yeah. Have I was to, there we have to we go running. Yeah. Have to go <laughs> run in the fog. And I remember, I remember one morning thinking like, man, I don't even like basketball. <laughs> and, I'm out, and I'm out here, here in the fog. You know how the fog being friends. Oh, yeah. Like ain't ain't nobody coming to school that day until eleven o'clock. Oh yeah, so y'all was there. Y'all was there. <laughs> but we still, but we still out there. We running in the fog. I, I remember yeah. being out there like, man, why am I even doing this? Like I don't even know what I don't even know what division basketball, division one basketball even means. Like I don't even know what that. <laughs> you just all I know, it. right? All I know is that. He's talking about, you know, we going to Hawaii or we going to some other places. And I'm like, man, I want to be there. <laughs> but but there was plenty of times where it was like, man, dude, like I can't quit because <laughs> like I don't have no, I don't have no other opportunity. Like what yeah. else am I going to what I'm going to quit to, you know, <laughs> you know, getting kicked off campus again. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, so. So y'all was the work got to match the goal before it was even a, a slogan or anything. I was really, <laughs> yeah, he had a goal. I want to go to Hawaii. Okay, I'm gonna have to run these miles. And... <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. crazy. Like after you're done with the workout or something, you're like, man, I'm glad I came. Like, like I I, I won the day. Yeah, I got better today. Yeah, because there's a lot of kids, like you said. That's not going to want to get up at five o'clock in the morning to go run in the fall. They don't make any excuse in the world on not to do something. Yep. Yeah. But, but y'all had a, a a group of guys that had one common goal, and y'all and and that's why you guys were so successful. And if you go in the gym and look at the banners and look at the the championships y'all got, that that was why. Yep. Like it's, yep. it's, it's tradition. Yeah. And I would say one of the greatest gifts I had um, outside of being able to, you know, play beyond high school and, and play at the division one level and play mm -hmm. against a lot of great professionals. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And be able to like compete against the greatest that are yeah. out there. Right. Yes. You, you, um, I know y'all played against some NBA guys. <laughs> yeah. We played against some NBA guys in high school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and and in college too, right? Yeah. So I played, you know, against Ronnie Terrioff, played against um, just a lot of different guys who played yeah. in the league. Uh, Travis Outlaw, 
uh, you know, Rashid Wallace was in the gym working oh, out. Yeah. We never played. We played with him, but not against him. Yeah. Just different things. But like to be able to play against, uh, you know, a lot of great talent after high school. But I would say that, and after college. But I would say that um, the greatest gift that I had that year of, of joining the team, basically being put on the team, because I wasn't, yeah. you know, I was, I didn't know. You, you had know, no choice. I didn't, I didn't know left and right, you know, and knew, knew nothing about ball, but I had the opportunity to be, to get a front row seat on what greatness looked like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We won, we won, we won state championship that year. And I don't know if I even knew what state championship meant at the yeah. time. <laughs> you had that John Sally seat for it. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. I got a front row seat to see what it looked like to for people to win a championship, man, yeah. for a team to win a championship. And so, like, being able to see what it took to to create success, right? Yeah. And so that was, like, the greatest, the greatest lesson or the greatest blessing that I could have received was an opportunity to see, so how do people go out and create success? And, and being able to see it at that young age and then yeah. being able to see it you know, in the, you know, different clients and people and avenues that I work in today, yeah. it, it really comes back to that commitment, that grind, that discipline, and that consistency that you always talk about. Yeah. So now we out of high school now. Now it's time for you to uproot yourself and you leave Fresno. Yeah. You end up moving to what, Portland? I ended up going to Irvine for one year. Irvine. Irvine for yeah. one year. Yeah, I went to Irvine for one year and played at a junior college, and then I got a scholarship to play at Portland State. And, so and, 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 and how did it feel to get that scholarship? You know, everything happened so fast that I don't know that at the time, I think it was a relief because I was either going to transfer or go to a different school. Um after going to, to Irvine, um, it was scary. It was um, it was exciting. It was a relief, but it was also all happening so fast. You know, yeah. you figure I started playing ball when I was a sophomore in high school. Played yeah. my sophomore year, my junior year. I played half my senior year because I broke my foot. Yeah, I remember that. So I, yeah, so I sat out the first half, and then I had to have surgery after the season because the foot never really healed. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and then. Right after that, I'm playing JUCO for one year. You know what I mean? And then, like, it all happened so fast. And, man, I don't even know that I really could uh, really share how I really felt. Yeah, you really get to enjoy it. You was on a mission. Yeah. You just just had your eye on the prize. Yeah. It was just, like, it was just a grind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it was just a grind, you know? And that's why I think that I'm so – vocal about people taking the time before they start a project to really get specific about what it is that they want out of it. Yeah. And what are their what are their true goals, ambitions, desires, yeah. things of that nature. Because once you start <laughs> once the grind starts, the only mm-hmm. thing that's gonna keep you focused is those the specific details yeah. and the specific desires, the reasons why they're doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like all of those things. Because if you're not careful, you can end up just grinding and not being able to pivot or make decisions because you didn't do the homework up front before you got. Yeah, started. you just you just you didn't do you didn't do your research or put your your right. plan your business plan together or whatever right. plan 
whatever plan right. you had. <laughs> right, right, so, right. So you're shooting in the dark. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, how had uh, how has leaving Fresno benefited you? Hmm. Well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to stay. I think there's two sides to it, right? Yeah. Number one is it's been a benefit because I had to grow up and learn how to stand on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to learn how to, you know, build a network, right? Like when, whatever neighborhood you grow up in, like, you know who you know, right? Yeah. And that network will either get you where you really, really want to go or it won't. Yep. Or it'll drag and, you down. Right. You know, and that's not a, you know, like that's not a, that's not something, you know, that's not any, you know, that's not an assassination against the the reality of yeah. the situation that many of us find ourselves in, right? It's just the reality of the situation. And so I would say that, you know, the benefit was that I had to, you know, leave and figure out how to, how to be an adult on my own two feet, you know? Um, I had to learn how to meet people and communicate with people that are part of different cultures um, in order to be able to do that. Right. So yeah. as an entrepreneur, I work with people, you know, that don't look like me a lot of times. Right. Most times, actually. Yeah. yeah. And so being forced to learn what it's like for other people to grow up in the world or to learn what their values are, what's important to them. And then, and then, build a relationship, a trusting relationship to where we can work together on some level. You know, or some things that, you know, I could have learned in Fresno, but, you know, I was forced to learn them because I couldn't just go to mom house or grandma house, right? Yeah, you had to stand on your own ten toes. Yeah, you know, and so really that and then in addition to that is really trying to figure out who was I and having that alone time. You know, when you have your family and you have your community around you and everything, like it's easy to, you know, when you're bored. You yeah, you can, go, you can make a phone call and you can make a phone call. Let's get together. Let's, yeah, let's do get something. Together. Let's put some meat on the grill or something. Let's do you know? something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you don't have that, like you're forced to really think, like, who am I really? What do I really like doing? What do I hate doing? What do I really want to be doing? What you know, what, what kind of experiences do I really want to have? And and so I would say that that's probably one of the greatest benefits as well. Now, on the other side of that is that because I was struggling 17 jobs in 11 years after leaving college, yeah. I was struggling for a great period of time. I didn't, I never had the money to go see my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And more recently I've been able to, I've been able to do that, but it also was a struggle to be able to take care of my responsibilities at home and then still be connected, you know, as a family member. Right. And yeah. So I would say that that is, you know, unfortunately, and thankfully we have technology now where we got oh, yeah. cell phones and everybody yeah. has video <laughs> calls and we have all these ways, you know, to connect. Exactly. But that wasn't, that wasn't the case in 2002 when I left. Right. No, it was. <laughs> Email or a phone call or a text yeah. message, barely. <laughs> right. Like, text messaging didn't come out for me. It, it was out, 
but it wasn't out for me. <laughs> it's only in hip hop. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, like text messaging wasn't out for me. You know what I mean? I could barely I could barely pay for a cell phone back then. You know I mean? So like <laughs> Cass, Cass had only landlines. <laughs> landline, right? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so you know, those are the those are the benefits, but you know, there's also the the reality of you know, like not being able to see family, right? And so those yeah. are things that those are things that, that, that have to go into the plan, right? Like yeah. how am I going to when you evaluate your values, how am I going to, you know, pursue this opportunity? And I think this applies to anybody no matter where they're at, whether an athlete or an individual or an executive that wants to go after a new goal. Let's say you go after a new goal and you get the scholarship. So what's the family plan gonna look like for you? Yeah. You know? Yeah, what's the why now? Yeah. Who are you doing it for? Right. And then yeah. what's the detail is to, okay, yeah. like, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to make sure I budget to, to yeah. go back and see the family every six months or, yeah. you know, like whatever it needs to look like. Yeah. Cause we've seen a lot of you lately, but it's been under just different circumstances. We got to, we got to right. get you, we got to see you out here, man, when it's not those circumstances. Right. Yeah. Cause I enjoy spending time with you because you always challenge me like, I would say question me, but you always like challenge me. Okay, what you got going on? Okay, I got this. Okay, what you gonna do with that? How you gonna get that? I'm like, okay, he challenging me. So now I gotta get get my things together. So because you holding me accountable, right? Yeah. So I like that. Like you, you challenging me, asking me questions, picking my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, and that's and that's how we grow. You know that's how we grow, you know, getting yeah. around everybody has a different gift and a different skill set. Yeah. You know, is at different stages of their career and what they want to do, but being around the right people and having the right conversations will, yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully help and be like, Oh, or just observation. Like, Oh, I could do that. Or yeah. oh, I should do that. Or oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. There was a, I didn't even know. I didn't know that was a thing. Like no one yeah. ever talked to me about that. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the when we talk about inequality or um, you know just challenges of growing up, you know, in these communities where there's not you know you know unlimited amounts of opportunity is yeah. what what we don't talk about as much is is just how the different types of conversations yeah. that different people have right yeah so like like business plan. I, didn't, I never heard about, I didn't hear yeah. about a business plan until like after college. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know what that was, but think about the kid who's like six years old, who's like all they, all they hear about is business plans. Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be something and, remarkable. Right. And real estate and real estate holding companies. And, yeah. You know, like stocks and bonds yeah. and mutual funds and like, and life insurance and like all yeah. these things that people, you know, hear about from an early, early age, I yeah. think that that's something that gets missed um, with, with our with the conversation, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just hearing about that stuff and I'm up in age now, but everybody say, man, if I knew what I knew now, man, I, 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 uh, I would have been different. Now we just, now you know it. Now it's time yeah. to apply. Right. Well, that's kind of like the, that's kind of like the kid who's like, or the person who's like, boy, if I was six, six, boy, I'd be in the league. Yeah. Like, boy, what you, like, I'm sure you would be. Yeah. But what you, what you doing with what you got now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to, 
you have to get the most out of you have to get the most out of, of what, what you, you have and what yeah. you know now or what your resources are now. So now that you know, yeah, like don't you know <laughs> that's why I wrestled because I knew I yeah. wasn't gonna be no basketball player. I wasn't gonna give myself <laughs> false false hope of being a, a five nine center. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always tell guys, man, I ain't never got to be six, six, and six, seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> On the Grind Clothing is a custom clothing company that's designed to meet all your custom clothing needs. Whether it's purchasing On the Grind custom clothing or customizing your experience by designing your own custom clothing, On the Grind is here to grind for you. For further information about working with On the Grind and customizing your own custom clothing, please feel free to reach out to On the Grind Clothing LLC at O N T H A G R I N D. C L O T H I N G L L C dot com or at gmail dot com. On the grind clothing, you better tap in. Different. <laughs> so now, post college, now, now you're in the real yeah. world. You made seventeen yeah. jobs. Yeah, seventeen jobs. Mm-hmm. That's that, and that's not all that was. So you wasn't working like a Jamaican. You just, you just, you just. <laughs> I'll do some of that. I'll do some of that too. Dibble and dabble and everything. <laughs> yeah, but 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 what what has having those multiple jobs and being in different settings and being around different type of people? How did that prepare you for for what's going on now? What's going on with with Keith now? Yeah, I would say for, so number one is it taught me what I didn't want to do, right? Yeah. Uh, and in addition to that, it helped me understand different industries, even though it might have not been a specific job or a culture or organization that I want to be a part of. Yeah. I still learned a tremendous amount about it, right? That I mm-hmm. can carry on into my personal life and share with other people that are in my life or clients or things like that, right? So mm-hmm. so my first job out of out of college was as a loan officer. Right? I was working for a company who was doing loans. And this was back when you could get a loan without like, All having, the... like having any paperwork. Yeah. You know I mean? like, like no ID, no income. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just handing out, handing out, out money. you know. Yeah, you know. And so... Um, you know, I learned a lot there, even though that job really wasn't a good fit for me, right? And mm-hmm. after that, I went and I sold AdWords to realtors over the internet, like just calling realtors trying to sell advertising to them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't last at that job. And then after that, I tried to work at 24-Hour Fitness selling uh, memberships. Okay. <laughs> hated that job. You know what I mean? And so like, yeah, just going from job to job, like I was able to learn about industries yeah. Um, even though, even though I wasn't like a good fit for the role that I took, yeah, um, I was still able to learn a lot. And then oh, I yeah. still I used, you know, all of that that knowledge in mm-hmm. my own business or helping clients with their business. Oh yeah. So so maybe everything happened for a reason. Maybe maybe the universe puts you in those different settings, like you said, to figure out what you don't want to do. But then it figured out. What you can do. Yeah, I would say that the everything happens for a reason is 
is like a neutral statement because yeah. some of the reason is because we made we made bad decisions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> were down to those getting we were, poor choices. Right. We made poor <laughs> choices, right? Like yeah. yeah. Like you, you know, you ended up down this path because you didn't know. Yeah. Uh you just didn't know how to find a career. And 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 to speak to that is because I thought that I was doing everything that I was supposed to do. I had gone to class. Yeah, you know, I had picked all my classes, did everything I needed to do to, you know, be a good student athlete. But I still wasn't clear about who I was, what I wanted, and how I was going to get it. Specifically, yeah. I wasn't clear about what my values were. Yeah, right. And so that, because of that, it sent me down this path of like just trying stuff. Yeah, right. Now, now the other side of it being like poor choices and you know yeah. being unclear about my future. Yeah, because of my work ethic and because of how I approached those jobs and how I approach continuing to re to review the past decisions that I've made, I've been yeah. able to learn a lot from them. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, I would say that it did prepare me for, you know, you know, the work that I'm doing today and, and helping people, but also um it just helped me understand more about me as well. You're learning out there, man. And and now you teaching, you got a a, a co author program. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so the co-author program is a book called Breakthrough Mentality that I'm working on, and it'll it's a it's a book that will have a collection of of stories from people who have and continue to overcome adversity. Right. So mm-hmm. I had my own journey. You've had your own journey where you've broken through um, various types of adversity and continue yeah. to do so. Um, and then there's other people that I come across as well that are from different walks of life. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's, uh, you know, addiction, which I, which I've experienced witnessing, but I've never personally experienced it. Right. So given other authors and people who have a story, the opportunity to tell their story and some of the keys that, you know, really help them get to the other side to where they're actually making an impact and living the life that they want to live. Yeah. So what I want to do is provide a roadmap or a platform where people can like, man, I'm going through this, or man, I'm going through that. So the person that's going through something, they have a book that they can pick up and, and yeah. read about other people that have gone through something very similar, exactly what they're going through. Yeah. Uh, and then get that, the tips you yeah. know, that they need to, to get through it. So. Get you to, got the recipe, get out of your rut. Mm-hmm. So, so when would that book be coming out? Oh man, that's a great question. That's a great accountability question <laughs> because I haven't I haven't been writing because you know I'm in the midst of a midst of launching Catalyst Training and Development. Um, okay. My goal my goal was to have the book ready to go to print by June, but it's not it's not it's not there yet. And we it's have not there yet. Run, yeah we have some runway on the on getting Catalyst up and running, so it'll probably be June 2023. Okay. When, when that'll be ready to be printed however there is um the purpose podcast which is where many of the co-authors and the stories will be in podcast format okay that's where, the, that's where they will be first and then they will be in the book following okay got the audio book coming out first then right, <laughs> right. which is good man i'm looking forward to reading the book because you know i'm an avid reader just like you are man so i'm looking forward to 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 get my nose in that book. Well, see now, now that it's on now, now that you asked me that from the podcast, uh, I have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like audio yeah. books. Yeah, but, but but 
I like audio books, but I'm a highlighter guy. I like to highlight oh, stuff really? yeah. and, and go back and, and reference it. Like, yeah. like, like a lot of my books I've been reading, I like to highlight everything. Okay, I like that. Let me highlight that. Because, you know, sometimes you read something, you're like, man, what that, what that, what was that passage he said or something? What was that? So you get to go back <laughs> and read it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I do. I don't know if everybody else do it, but that's my thing. I'm a highlighter guy. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. And, and that's super helpful because you can go back and reference it again and, and yeah. pick up new ideas or, or yeah. even, even the thing that you highlighted, even though it meant something else two years ago, it means something completely yeah. different today. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. then it's easy. Like, so if my kids want to pick up a book or if I don't want to grab a book, go ahead and check out all the highlight parts. You might want to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, I already got it summarized for you, so you can get through more books that way. Or if anybody mm-hmm. get the book, yep, yeah. So, yeah, so I always enjoy reading and and learning and and just trying to better myself, just by just being around and seeing people in my family do it, see people like close friends do it. So it's like mm-hmm. you got to match, you got to match that energy. Yep, <laughs> yep, yeah. Because because you are who you associate with. Yeah, you are. I mean, it's it's like COVID. You know what I mean? Like, if you get around somebody who got COVID, you're probably gonna get it. Yeah, you it's might a, get it. It's the same thing with a bad attitude. It's the same thing yeah. with doubt, fear, frustration, anger, bitterness. You know, all of those different emotions are are just as, uh, you know, detrimental to your future as you know potentially something like COVID. Yeah, exactly. So y'all y'all listening out there, man? Evaluate who you have in your inner circle, who you keep around you, because it's going to really determine on who, what type of person you'll be in the near future. I'm, I'm just now learning that. So it's like, it's, 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 it's just one of them things. You just got to have positive people around you, yeah. people that has your best interests at heart, and people that just want to see you succeed and be, and be a winner. Yep. 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 And and I like one of your 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 slogans, your quotes. Believe you can, if yeah. you think you can. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, man, you know, it really started off as being hope. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, being you know graduated from college and and having to move into one of my friends' attic for about three months. You know, um, and on there trying to get payday loans. <coughs> well, I know internet, how that goes. I know how that goes. <laughs> on, on on the internet with no job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, how you gonna get a how you gonna get a payday loan with no job? They gonna pay internet. it back, <laughs> right? You know, but just uh, depressed, frustrated, broke, and no plan. You know, mm-hmm. um, it started off as like hope man like man i sure hope i could i sure hope my story don't end like this yeah you know like i i work too hard for my story to end like this man yeah you know? but that's where i was at and so you know it started off as hope man and then sometimes you know if you can hope long enough and work long enough and work on yourself long enough yeah then you can you know, begin to get some results and then 
you know, through those results, you can begin to believe, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, that's really where it started off for me. And, and you know, I love wearing hats. And so, oh, I, would yeah. get, I would get hats, <laughs> I would get hats from all my clients and different people. And then, and then I'd be like, wow, you know, um, it's like, like, wow, like, like you can do, you can do, you can do great things in your life, but it's gonna take hoping. Yeah. And then and hoping backing your hope up with some things that will actually help you get results. So you gotta read, you gotta listen to positive material. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get to know yourself. We do this thing at Catalyst called Catalyst DNA, Mm -hmm. where we take a personality assessment and try to help people figure out what their strengths are. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, sometimes we end up going down paths that we're not supposed to go down because we don't understand what our superpower or our gifts are. Yeah. Right. And what our, you know, what our personality is, is in alignment with. And so, um, you know, you got to do all the positive things while you hope. And that becomes before you believe. Right. And if you can do those things. Say that. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. You have to. You have to. You have to hope and do those positive things long enough until you believe right that's the the predecessor to the belief Mm -hmm. you know the predecessor to the belief is you know when I started playing basketball and I was trash and you live in a community where basketball like being good at basketball is like important and you trash and you get and you and you getting teased like the only thing that's gonna keep you in the game is maybe some hope that it that you can get better and the thing that that was for me was that i kept going to practice i kept showing up i kept working on my game i kept listening yeah. to coach and coach von webb would walk in and be like it's coming you know and, that's, yeah. and, and to me that was the only thing that kept me going <laughs> and it was just it was just hope and so you have to hope long enough until you until you can believe and then once you believe belief is all about doing what what got you to belief yeah and, and that is you know, <clears throat> doing your personal development every single day, listening mm-hmm. to the right content, yep. you know, showing up to work and then staying late and working yep. on yourself. So, and, and having a clear vision about where you actually want to go. Yeah. Right. And then another piece to that is hanging out with people that are doing the things that you want to do. Yeah. Who's living, who's living the life that you want to live. Yeah. That's the second time I heard that in, in two days. Yeah. <laughs> like get around people that are, <laughs> Get around people that are doing the things that you want to do. Yeah, that's that, it's, that's the exactly like you, you hit the nail on the head. You hit you the know? nail on the head with that one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I would recommend to anybody that is in a place where they don't they don't even know if they could do something different. Man, just hope yeah. for now. You don't have to believe it. Yeah. Like, I, like, like I didn't even I didn't even know what Division One basketball was. Right. Until somebody put that idea in your head. Right. Right. (laughs) And I just and I just started. I just hope I just hope they weren't I just hope he wasn't lying to me. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't. Yeah, (laughs) he he, he sent you to the promised land, man. Now you flourishing beyond basketball. Yeah. Now we got something big coming out in October, right? You got your you got your athletic entrepreneur summit. Oh, that yes. Come on, so man. With, I'm, I'm, come on, I'm following you, man. <laughs> so, that's, so that's with. Uh, so yeah, I'm. I'm going to be speaking on a panel for uh, an organization called Tackle What's Next. Mm-hmm. And Tackle What's Next is 
is an organization that's helping athletes uh, transition to to life after sports, and that's what my company does as well at Catalyst, right? So, okay. Explain what Catalyst is first before we move forward. Yeah, so Catalyst is a coaching and strategy company for individuals, athletes, and entrepreneurs. And what we do mm-hmm. is we address the number one issue that I faced coming out of college, mm-hmm. which was I didn't know what my values were, I didn't know what my purpose was, and I didn't know what I wanted, and I for sure didn't know how I was going to get it. Right. Yep. And so because of that, I've always because I went through what I went through, I have always wanted to do something to help the person that is going through what I want, what, what, what I was going through. Yeah. The feeling, the feeling of being lost, the feeling of being motivated, but but having no clue what yeah. I was going to do to, to get, you know, get to where I where I really wanted to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Catalyst does that for individuals, athletes, and entrepreneurs. And we do that by okay. taking them through our Catalyst DNA program, uh, taking them through our coaching program where we help them define what is their purpose, right? Yeah. And sometimes we think about purpose as just like your why. I can tell you what, I had a why when I got done with college and it was yeah. to figure out how to work for myself uh-huh. so that I, so, so that I didn't, so I didn't have to live life the way I did in college. In college, sometimes I played a lot. Sometimes I didn't play a lot. Yeah. And I didn't want to live a life where somebody had the ability to put me in the game or not. And yeah. so I had a why, and I worked really hard from day one of leaving college, but mm-hmm. I had no clue about what my purpose was. And because I didn't have a purpose, I got, you know, I was all over the place trying to figure out how to achieve it. So the way we define purpose at Catalyst is we created an acronym that addresses each area of your purpose because I believe and we believe at Catalyst that your purpose should include and define specifically how you're going to achieve it, live it, and what values you are going to live by in order to protect it. And so so the first value... that we address when it comes to purpose is principles, right? Mm-hmm. Like what are the principles you're going to live your life by on an every single day, daily basis? Yeah. Right. If you're a person of faith, then it's, it's your faith. Right. The principles isn't just faith either. It's also what are your actual real core values? Now, if faith was enough, then everybody who had the same faith would all act the same way, be the same way and make yeah. the same way. And we can t- and we and we know just by experience that that's not the case. No, that's not the case at all. Right. So what are the other core values that really mean something to you? And I believe that your values can be found in your experiences, in your memories. What are the top five things that you reflect on as you as you think about the experiences that you've gone through in your life? The most impactful are probably the ones you think about the most. Yeah. One of the ones that I think about the most was when I was a young kid and my dad was gone. I know where he was for several days. I still went to school. Yeah. And so that's where my core value of responsibility comes from. So the so the first principle being, you know, as it relates to our purpose being principles, we have to really go there and really take the time to document, like, what are the values that we're going to live our life by on a daily basis? What are the mm-hmm. rules? If we don't have rules, then we're going to end up in environments where people are going to ask us to violate our rules. Yeah. We may violate them or we won't. 
But what if we could actually interview companies that we're going to work with and partner with or work for uh-huh. with an understanding of what our, what our actual values are? Yeah, what your core values are. You know, there's probably 10 companies I wouldn't have even applied for if I, had, if I knew what my core values were. Yeah. Right? So you're worth, you worth more than that. Right, exactly. And I believe that the reason why we don't have confidence is because we spend most of our time violating our values because we haven't defined specifically what they are, but we don't yeah. know what that feeling is that we're feeling. But what it is is that we're actually violating or violating our values. Yeah, we so devalue ourselves. Right, we're devaluing ourselves because we haven't defined what our actual values are. We're working for companies or working with people or working in partnership with people that we don't want to work with. Yeah. Because but, yeah. we haven't identified First and foremost, what are the values I'm going to live by on a daily basis? What are yeah. the principles I'm going to that I'm that I'm going to that that are going to guide my life? Mm-hmm. Right. The second one is is the you in purpose. That's your yeah. ability. What am I good at? <laughs> yeah. You know, what are my strengths? <laughs> what are my, what are my weaknesses? Yeah. <laughs> you know. What do I do better than anybody else with the least amount of effort? Yeah. We never know. We never ask yeah. ourselves this question. That's so a great question think, too. <laughs> yeah, so we end up taking jobs and opportunities that aren't in alignment with what our unique abilities are. Yeah. No wonder we don't feel appreciated because they hired us to do something that we're not good at. Yeah. <laughs> and we're getting graded on something that we're not good at. And we're yeah. unhappy. Like, no wonder we're unhappy. We violate our values. Then we yeah. violate what we're actually good at. We don't even get to do what, we, what we're actually good at doing. Yeah, we just, we just, <laughs> we just. You just doing a job. Right. Right. <laughs> just that the, as simple as that. You're just doing a job. <laughs> right. The the R in purpose is for relationships. So who wins when I win? Yep. I think that every time I win, every single kid in Fresno, California who grew up with a parent that battled addiction, incarceration, or mental health wins. Yep. Who loses when I lose? I think they lose if I don't win too. Mm-hmm. Right. So that'll keep you going if nothing else will, right? When you know that you can't lose because you know that there's millions of kids who are going through what you're going, what you went yeah. through, right? And if you can be successful, then maybe they'll believe that they can be yeah. successful. Then, that, that, that's how it normally is. When you see right? somebody that uh, come from what you come from, what you come from, probably had the same adversities as you. Get out of what they got. Like you can see yourself there now, right? Like you can envision yourself where they are or probably beyond that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, the relationship component is not only just like your immediate family, like I got to take care of the wife, I got to take care of the kids. Like that's important, of course. But then it's also who are the people that connect with my story that like, who are the people that I want to serve professionally too? (laughs) I want to serve athletes, entrepreneurs, and at-risk youth through my story because when I was a kid growing up in Fresno, California, the people I looked up to um, in Fresno, California were people that owned businesses. You know, Reverend Sanders, he was a pastor, but he had rental properties and Mm. and businesses that that he hired my dad to take care of, right? And so I looked up to him and he was an entrepreneur. So those are the kind of people that I want to serve with my work. Yeah. so when I go to work every single day, I'm not just doing something just so I can make money. I'm doing it because it aligns with who I am and the people that I actually want to serve. Yeah. yeah, that's good right there. Right. And so the P, the second P in, in purpose is profession. Mm-hmm. 
where can I take my values, my unique ability, the people that I want to serve, and what profession can I apply that to, to where I can get the results that I want? We, we never think about this. We always think about, man, I got to find a job. Because we because by the time we get out of college, it's like, boom, you got bills. You got to pay them bills. You got to pay them bills. Bills, bills, bills. You said, man, I understand I got values. I understand I got unique ability. I understand I got relationships that are important to me. But, man, I need to put some money in the pocket. Oh, yeah. Right you got, I need yeah. Ga- gas money. I got all these bills. But, but think about it. What if we actually thought about mm-hmm. our profession in that way where we're like, okay, the, the, the values have to match. It has to use my gifts. It has to be serving, you know, this XYZ specific yeah. community, right? If we if we looked at it that way, then I believe that we would then we would actually feel we actually be able to live our purpose. The S, actually, the O in purpose is outcomes. outcomes. What's the outcome, right? Yeah. Outcome, outcome, not just financially, but <clears throat> mentally, spiritually, physically. Mm-hmm. Like getting specific about how much money do I want to make? How many days a week do I want to work? Yeah. You know, what does vacation look like? Like actually yeah. taking the time to write all those things down. And this could be a, this could be a, this could take somebody a month to do all of this stuff. Yeah. But once, you, but once you do the work, then you can actually move forward and set goals and actually achieve them because nothing's going to stop you now because you've yeah. done the research about yeah, yourself. You know, yeah. Right. The essence purpose is for story. And when it comes to story, it's like, how do you want the story of your life to be written? Mm-hmm. When, 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 when you're no longer here on earth and people are having your funeral, what are the stories that you want them to tell? Yeah. Write the story out from beginning to end as if you no longer exist. Yeah, then, I like then, that one. I like that then, one. <laughs> and then wake up tomorrow and then wake up tomorrow <laughs> and, and, and live the story. Yeah. Right? I think sometimes we believe stories, you know, the, the story that our grandma said about us or our mom said about us or our cousin yeah. said about us or our brother said about us instead of saying, no, this is my story and being yeah. able to write the story from beginning to end and say, this is how it's going to end. Yeah. And then go out and live it. And then the last one is effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, E for effort. Right? <laughs> right? The e is for effort. I love it. <laughs> Right? Because what's your cause what's your slogan? Uh the work gotta match the goal. <laughs> the work gotta match the goal. Yeah. Got, now, now that you've created all this, you know, you've done all this work, principles, unique ability, relationships, you know, profession, outcomes, story. Now it's time to get to work. And you yeah. don't know, you don't know how much work you gotta do until you've done the previous. Yeah. You don't know what's ahead of you right. until you do your research. Right. Yeah, that, I love I love that right there. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take that assessment. I'm gonna have to do that assessment for myself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He said about a month. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot. Gonna take know, a month. It's, yeah, when you think about it, it's a it lot. Is, it's a lot of work, but it but it, it and it you know the reality of it is that your why isn't something that is just. You know, oh, it's just my why. Like it's yeah. way deeper than that, and it's yeah. something that you're gonna be working on for the rest of your life when it comes to your purpose. Mm-hmm. Right, every single one of those areas are gonna need sharpening, right? And that's why it's important to be around people that you can talk to about, like life, right? Yeah, like, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this. Like I have a therapist, right? I meet my therapist tomorrow. Okay. So, like, 
like being able to have people to talk through like what are you all about and what is your purpose and helping you make sure that you're making good decisions yeah. in these different areas of your life is really important. It's not something that we can do alone. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Moses got sent out to go to go get his people and Aaron had to come because Moses was he wasn't a good speaker. Yeah. And God sent Aaron with him. So you can talk to the people. Right? So we can't we can't we can't do it alone. You know, Joseph's brothers who who sold him into slavery, like they had to walk all that way to come back to get something to eat. Yeah. And he and, and he had to provide for him for them. That's right? crazy. <laughs> yeah. He had to provide for them. So they had to walk all that way, <laughs> you know, because you gotta put the work in. Yeah. You know, but but somebody else may have to open the door for you. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that person that open the door for you might be somebody that that you know that you didn't treat right to begin with. Yeah. So you got to be grateful and you got to yeah, you know treat treat other people the right way. Yes, yes. You know? Be careful how you treat people out there. You never know when you're gonna need them. Right. Be careful how you treat people. Yeah. If you are looking to get CPR certified, I have a great place where you can go to do such. It's called Protect All Life CPR. You can get in contact with the instructor, Donna Laws, at 559-371-5399. That number again is 559-371-5399. You can also email her at P-A-L-C-P-R-7 at gmail.com. That again is P-A-L-C-P-R-7 at gmail.com. And that again is Protect All Life CPR. Man, that's 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 good right there, man. Where where can people, if they they don't live in in Portland, where 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 can they get a hold of that information at? Uh, they can go to catalystdevelopment.org, org. They can also get there by going the catalystway.org, or they can look me up at keithgonyers.com. Okay, yeah, so. It's up to y'all to do the work, people. Go out there and check <laughs> them out, man. So now, now that Entrepreneur Summit, is that going to be something that's going to be uh, live streamed or can it's people... It's going to be live streamed, yeah. Live streamed. Live streamed, yep. <laughs> so, how, so, so where can they uh, see that at? You know, I can get the link to you so people can register for it. Because you'll okay. you'll want to re- you'll want to register for it. It's a great organization. They do a lot of different events, and uh, I'm really excited to be a part of it. Yeah. So so be looking out for that link for the uh, Athletic Entrepreneur Summit. Man, it's gonna be some good stuff out there for anybody that want to take their life after athletics or during athletics or coaching to the next level. It's gonna be some great stuff. Absolutely, we're looking forward to it. So we got that, that align your path with your purpose. Mm-hmm. Align your path with your purpose. That's, that's, I, I like that, man. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm going to have to get my hat, too. I'm going to have to order some hats. <laughs> and I see you I had do. the white uh, Believe You Can 
Believe yeah. you can if you think you can. I said, man, this cat, he holding out on the, on the, on the, uh, I'm going to have to get some hats. <laughs> man, not, not only if you family, but it's a great message too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you yeah. know, I always support family, man. That's, that's, yeah. shout out to Marte with on the grind. Man, you guys always got my grind. I call it the, my grind gear. <laughs> I always yeah. got, I had to get some more stuff from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I got me some too. Yeah, I got the underground clothing. Shout yeah, out to start with support, man. And anything you yeah. do, man, and start with that support. Yeah, man. So, so what, what, what books would you recommend uh, to to me or to the people or to anybody that wants to take their life to the next level? Man, what books? What books would I recommend? You know, my favorite book, my one of my favorite books is uh, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. Mm-hmm. I love that book. It's a great, that's a great book because it talks a lot about, you know, it, it, it's really a parable, parable about a young, a young lad trying to, trying to create success for himself. Yeah. And so uh, I recommend that book. Another book is uh, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Okay, I've been read that one. Yeah, I had a I had an opportunity to get certified with John Maxwell's team last year. Okay, um, so he has a lot of great shout material. out to John Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, he's got some great material. And then, then the third book that I recommend is The Relationship Edge, which, which is my favorite book of all time. Say that again. The Relationship Edge in Business by Jerry Acuff. Okay, um, and you may want to share the link to the podcast I did with him as well. Okay. Yeah, um, I share it. I share it. Um, he's, you know, he wrote a book called The Relationship Edge in Business, and it just talks about how to build quality business relationships um, and how to think differently about building business relationships. It's something mm-hmm. that um, I really struggled with over the course of my, you know, those, those first, you know, 10 years out of college. Um, and once I did read his book and began to adopt his philosophy, everything changed for me. So I would, I would highly recommend that book for anybody that wants to build quality business relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all got the titles y'all, y'all really, really want to get y'all business to the next level. Those books, you should go check them out. If it's not in, in book form, probably audio book also. So get it in while I'm working out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my, that's what I like to do in audio books while I'm on that, that cardio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, who inspires you? Who inspires Keith Skyers? Man, you know, my grandfather inspired me. You know, him going through what he went through to build the house that I grew up in in, in high mm-hmm. school, um, to take care of his family when he could have been just, you know, he was sick, he was a disabled, you know, military vet. Mm-hmm. He could have just, he could have just. Hung him up and said, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna go ahead and enjoy the rest next five years of my life and just relax." Yeah. You know? But instead, he decided he was gonna build a house for his family. You know what I mean? So that his wife didn't have to worry about where she was gonna live. Yeah. Um, when he had every reason to, you know, to say, "Hey, I'm just gonna focus on my mental health right now." Yeah. You know, I'm gonna just focus on my focus on you know my health you know yeah 
And uh, he inspires me. He's why I work so hard every yeah. single day because I know that he had life way harder than I ever had it. And yeah. he achieved, and he achieved still to this point more than I've achieved. And so mm-hmm. um, I'm doing my best to carry on the legacy that, uh, you know what I mean, in terms of taking care of my family and, and showing up every day because of someone that I never even had an opportunity to meet except through the legacy he left behind. Yep. The, 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 the children that he left behind, our aunties and uncles, man, the stories, mm-hmm. <laughs> the memories. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. yeah that's, what about that you? Was, what motivates you? Oh, man, like you said, family, man, I just want to leave a legacy. Yeah. Like, I really wasn't big on legacy because I didn't hear about it. But once yeah. you get around people that want to leave that legacy, you start thinking about, man, like you said, how do you want people to remember you when you're no longer here? So I just want my kids and my kids' kids and generations just to to live a life that they deserve. Mm -hmm. I want them to live a life that they deserve and just leave that legacy behind, like, for the for the next hundred years, <laughs> yeah. leave that Skyers name, man. Yeah, as prestigious as it is, man, just take it to another level. So that's why I'm trying to do what I do, and then then I just love helping the people. Yeah, I just love helping people. I like I like to please the people. Like Ty was brought up like co like by coaches and like mentors and stuff just they took they took a chance on me mm-hmm. so I feel like it's my duty and my obligation to take a chance on the next kid that don't normally have those opportunities that uh, another another kid will have yeah. yeah so that's what inspires me man just coaching and and just try to lead that legacy yeah I love it. And you're doing it, man. You're doing a great job. I, I follow you, too. Man, thank and you. I, and I appreciate everything that you put out because I also know where you come from as well. And Yeah. You know, you've, had, you've had to fight fight to get to this point. And, yeah. And, um, I know that I know that you're not finished, that you're just getting started. Yeah, we're just getting started. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a new day. Yeah. <laughs> just getting started. You see, I'm excited today, man. I just – something clicked, <laughs> something clicked yeah. in my head. Like, man, yeah. you, you, got, you got what you need. You got the formula. Yeah. Now it's yeah. time for you to execute. Yeah. You you can't you can't sit back and, and dwell on the past. You can't sit back and the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. What are you doing now? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I got a little excitement that I woke up a little bit excited. What Eric Thomas said, my passion <laughs> wakes me up. <laughs> my passion wakes me up. <laughs> yeah. So so what's next? What's next for you? Yeah, you know what's next is is today, right? Like, once you know what your purpose is, like there is no next. Yeah. Right. The only thing is living out your purpose. Yep. Right. It's like, and I used to have that too, where it's like, oh man, what's the next thing I'm gonna get into? Like, yeah. Ain't none of that. It's like I'm gonna live out my purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna. You know, I'm going to protect the values that, that I want to live by. I'm going to make sure I stay in my strength zone. I'm going to stay focused on the community that I want to serve. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, you know, make sure that I'm operating within professions that align with my gifts and my talents and, 
the outcomes that I want. I want to make sure I keep that front of front of front of mind, and then my story and the effort, right? So like, yeah, like that's that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm taking care of you know my my clients, my family, myself, and yeah, and, and doing that every single day. You know, it's, it's simple. You know, it's it's rinse and repeat, right? Yeah, yeah, every day. Yeah. Work on, work on, and that's what I was telling Ad. I said, "Man, the beauty about life is that we get to wake up every day and be better than what we were yesterday." Yeah, and that's how I try to approach approach the days now. Like, just we might have had a rough night yesterday, or something didn't go our way the day before, mm-hmm. but we get a chance to do it again. Mm-hmm. We get a chance to win the day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just got to win the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So any shout outs before we go? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Von Webb, you know, for, for, you know, supporting me, for my family, my Aunt Frankie, my Uncle Chuck, my grandmother, you know, my cousin Nastasha. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, for all those, all those times that, you know, I needed a ride. Yeah, or or I missed the bus, or oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I think you did that a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. you did that oh, a lot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and, and to the entire, and to the entire, you know, Fresno community. Yeah, you know what I mean that that looked after me, you know, because you know my uncle Cedric, Cedric White, you know, it's just a, a, I'm, I, I can't list everybody. Yeah, I'd be, be here. That'd be a day. whole nother podcast. I'd be here all day. <laughs> you know, even, even, even. Shout out to my uncle Ricky for giving me the opportunity to go to work with him at times and earn money and change transmissions and my yeah. love for my love for music and cologne yeah. comes from him. <laughs> yeah, comes from him. You know what I mean? It's so like, like it's just everybody, man. My aunt, my aunt. Even on Priscilla picking me yeah. up when I when I go down to Southern California to basketball tournaments, you know what I mean? Yeah. Allow me a place to stay. So like I mean, it just the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. Um so and, and shout out to you for having me on the podcast. Oh man, appreciate your time, man. This is yeah. That's that's one thing I do value is people's time, man. That yeah. time is what we can't get back. We can make money, we can do all these mm-hmm. things, but we can't get back time. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you giving me your time. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's Keith Skyers right there. Where can they find you at? Once again, where can they find you at? They want to follow you. Best place is just uh, Instagram at Keith Skyers. My website KeithSkyers dot com um, or LinkedIn. Same thing, Keith Skyers. Just just look me up. That's the best place to find me online. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yep, you got it. Have a good rest Thank of your day. You. All right, you too. Let's go win the day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, all right. Bye. <laughs> if anyone is interested in purchasing BD Impact athletic gear, you can find me on Instagram at bti.athletics. We got assortment of colors and styles and the support breast cancer awareness month will also be having pink dry fit t-shirts in limited quantities so if you're interested in purchasing a shirt 
please DM me on bti.athletics on Instagram. Thank you. I look forward to speaking with you. If anybody would like to make donations, you can make donations at my cash app at dollar sign cove1985. That again is dollar sign C-O-V-E-1985. Thank you. Stay blessed. you want to keep in touch with Coach Skyers, you can follow me on bti.athletics on Instagram. That again is bti.athletics on Instagram.